And hello and welcome to Have You Registered For? It's on the Parkland Life channel. I'm your host, Luke Morris. And my guests are Stacey Harfield, who hello. has 132 park runs, seven run directors, 38 times volunteering. There you go. That's your park run life. Thanks. In a nutshell. <laughs> and counting. I forgot to mention this to Matt. To Matt I called this Park Run Life. This is on Park Run Life channel because that's what it was start at the very, very start. Yeah. But Matt's joining us for this series of Have You Registered For? I, know, I can't find you on Park Run. Have you done Park Run? Oh, he probably doesn't do it. No, I've done one. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> I have. It's a rare thing. But Did you yeah. re- are you registered for Parkrun? Do you have an ID, a barcode? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just okay. only re- semi-recently. Uh, this year, I think I did one, a 5K, yeah. 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 Because it's rare for me. I, I work Saturdays, so it's, you know, when I can. Oh, okay, we'll let good. you off then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do love it, though. I enjoy good Parkrun. There's a whole community of people, but that a whole community of people who can't get into Parkrun, but it is great fun if you can. But Matt, you've got. We, we talked a bit about your half marathon last week, not not in full. In your depth, absence. In your absence. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Should we? Should we no, nah, that's cool. Again, you you got tied up with work, but you had a cracker. Should we introduce? Yeah, well, what's the best way to tell your backstory for anyone who hasn't doesn't know who Matt Bailey is? Well, I doubt it's... many people would know who I am. <laughs> uh, should, I used to run as a junior. Yeah. And. Yeah, so athletics has always been big with me in my life. and um, But then I took, probably stopped running when I was about 26, um, just kind of lost the love for it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then took a long break from it, tried cycling, did other sports. Um, and then really it was sort of during COVID lockdown, probably similar to a lot of people, um, started running more, you know, when we had nothing else to do and then started to find the love for it again. Yeah, what was what what sparked that? Do you know what sparked the love for it? Because I I I mean, if I share a story in the same sort of way, I stopped running because I did a lot as a junior, but then there was a lot of pressure around your times and people sort of, and I had some issues with people mocking you for running and liking that as a thing. But you get pressure. There's a lot of fatigue. There's there's a lot of alone time. Mm. There's a lot of things that can sort of. tip you out of the boat of running what what well when you run for like so from eight or nine years old to age 26 that's a long time and then from pretty much age 10 or 11 it was at a competitive level yeah so eventually that takes its toll i guess on me it did and i needed a break running didn't become wasn't fun anymore for me um so it was just always pressure to do my best time and it stopped becoming fun. Mm. Um, getting back into it, I have a completely different mindset. Yeah, I want to run fast now and all that stuff. That's fine. But I don't have any pressure from anyone else except for myself now. Yeah. And I'm just doing it for me. I think that's the best part of running too. And and we and I've said that many times in this podcast. Is that's what I like about it. My story is completely different to you guys. I did little athletics as a, as a child and I was the slowest, worst, little athletics person ever and my parents used to take me every week because once we got signed up for something their rule was that you always had to see the year out and this poor kid because <laughs> they're not um, paying the money for the <laughs> exactly that was the thing if you are not buying a piano and a violin and a... you had to see the whole year out even if you hated it so yep. I used to come last in every single race. I used oh, to no. come last in the hurdles, <laughs> last in the 200 metres, last in the 800, just last. Um, and funnily enough, I did athletics for a few years and it was back in the day and you guys probably weren't even, well, sorry, you would be Luke, but Matt would not have even been born then. But um, it was at that South Vale. So we were South Vale and our colour was green and it was when the girls used to wear those ugly little bloomers like and, yeah. a, and a, like a really ugly polo t-shirt in oh, green no. with a plastic bib thing you know with your name and your number written on it and you do the um 
run and you'd get a little tag at the end with your time on it and <laughs> yes, you'd stick yes. it in the book. Remember yeah. those ones well. <laughs> yeah, so I did that for a few years and one year I won an award and the award was an encouragement award for always trying. And so <laughs> I referred to that when I cracked two hours in the half marathon um, in Geelong a couple of, oh, a year or two, a year and a half ago, um, after I'd been training with Sean for a little while, I just felt like, you know, I know it's not as fast as the other people in the squad, but for this little girl who won an encouragement award for basically coming last in every single race, yeah. um, actually being able to crack a two-hour half marathon was just yeah. a huge achievement. Yeah, um, that's huge. So, yeah, I, I feel like I've come from the different end uh, because yeah, no one ever expected me to win or get a good time, yeah. but I was always out there having a go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but see, that's a th- I, I was thinking about that this week. I don't know. I can't quite remember what the trigger was, but I remember as a kid being the person who'd see, like you'd, I used to watch athletics and uh, even, even happens now in the diamond league or something, there'll be someone who's done a PB and like they finished eighth, but they've done a PB. And I'm, I, I remember being a kid, like pointing at the screen going, Oh, that's their best time. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good on yeah. And other people being like, they came out. They Who came out. That's not important. <laughs> I was like, no, no, yeah. no, they did. They they worked really hard, and that's their best for the whole. That's their season's best. Good on them. And yeah, that's the <laughs> best bit about running is just trying to beat your own times and being the best runner that you can be in your current yeah. situation and your current world. Um, yeah, to be the best runner you can be, and that's why I really love running because it's not something. You know, like no one can take that away from you. Um, and when I first met Sean and we had our first meeting, I did say, look, I know I'm not Olympic material, but I just want to run the best running that I can do. Um, and, yeah, I've always sort of stuck to that. Um, and I'm running, yeah, faster than I ever, ever thought that I would ever run. I'm probably the fittest I am now than I've been mm. in my entire life. So, you know, it's it's good. Coaching's a big big difference isn't it to have someone there to support you and do the thinking for you yeah and just to set everything out for Mm. you Mm. and we have talked about that before Luke we really like having the plan so you know what am I doing each day ticking everything off yeah um it's yeah it really just makes it easy you know and how so how is your plan looking Matt because you uh signed up so the what are you registered for part is you're registered to do the Melbourne marathon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Melbourne marathons, the, the, the goal, and it looks like I won't be doing uh, a lead up race from here other than sort of a cruisy run at surf coast, uh, do one of the legs there, but um, Sean's sort of opted for the non racing uh, route, just slog away and yeah, get to the start line and see what we can do. Well, you had the the half marathon recently. That's a fairly. How how do you feel after that? Or how how did that feel? In fact, it's, uh, we we talked about it. You got uh, wasn't seventy just just around seventy two minutes for the half marathon. How did how did that feel for you? So, because I haven't raced a half marathon in about ten years, um, getting on the start line, there's so many doubts going through your head. You're like, that basically stuck with me for the first 10k of the race i was wondering really am I, yeah yeah it's just the whole time like thoughts going through your head am i going to hold on like am i going the right pace um and then what happens is you know if it's going well i think when it was that day um i had my brother and i had sean out there cheering me and they were telling me like what was coming they're like you know this 2k downhill to come here at say the 12k mark letting me know you know what was coming a little bit ahead and um, then I just started to grow in confidence because I realized that, hey, I'm actually going to be able to pick up the pace here and make it. So that was like, that was the best feeling because I realized that I could just like let loose. So then negative split it. Um, so the first what, half what was stage, scary. Yeah. What stage, <laughs> did you, what stage did your brain make that switch where you went from, was was it like 20, 20 Ks into the 21 Ks yeah. and suddenly realized yeah, it was I'm fine? Good now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was like, you know, gradual, gradual, right? So like 10K, I was still probably still nervous, um, took a gel in at about 11K. And then I think I hit a hill around 11 or 12K and I could see people up ahead, like the 8 to 10 guys uh, 
I'm sorry, 10 to 13 guys, I was coming about 14th, um, had slowed down um, and they were coming back to me. And then I started to feel a bit lighter on my feet just mentally because I knew that other people were struggling a little bit. I could catch them potentially. So um, you just I started to grow in confidence and then pick up the pace from there. And it just every, every kilometer that went by, I realized how much closer I was getting to the finish. So yeah. you could just keep picking it up. Yeah. And we saw <laughs> the, the very start footage where the, the race starts. Yeah. And obviously the MSR uh, guys, uh, we have, um, you know, the, the singlets with yeah. a very distinctive white stripe down the front and you just saw you like streaking <laughs> away at that first, uh, in that first sort of like yeah. takeoff at the start line. Um, so, yeah, you're famous now. <laughs> so the singlet, <laughs> the singlet was, actually Sean Singlet he brought it in on Wednesday to make sure I wear it <laughs> <laughs> because that's how you can tell I mean we've met people from the mod squad like we obviously chat to people in the group all the time right. um, but as new people come in you might never have met them in person because obviously we all live all over the place yeah yeah and it's sure. only so many runs where we actually um, you know we might sort of a few people sometimes turn up at um, Albert Park yeah. Um, and then we we did the Carmen's um, run earlier this year where we yeah. had most of the mod squad came yeah. to that. Um, so I was like out running one day in Geelong and came across Andrew Kincaid and yeah, you know, yeah. I, I found other people out there just, oh, that's so the cool. guy from the mod squad. Like, <laughs> so sometimes that's how we find people. Well, Sean knows <laughs> everyone as well. He's there. That's right. Yes. <laughs> in the yeah, running world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. And everyone knows him too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just round out the, the the introductory part with, with Matt. The um seventy seventy two minutes roughly for the for the half. How what, do you have a goal for Melbourne? Do you want to have a goal for Melbourne? <laughs> you don't have to tell your goal if you, you want to keep it a yet, secret. We can guess. <laughs> well, look, my goal is probably like my dream dream goal, right? Like yeah. the dream that I I can envision like a time. You know, up on the board when I cro- and visualizing crossing the line, I'd love to break two thirty, but I yep. it might be a stretch this year. Um, maybe two thirty five would be like my so the dream goal is t- sub two thirty, the B goal is sub two thirty five, and would be super happy if I broke two forty. Yep. So you know, it's it's in that realm. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Melbourne's a particularly fast course, but have you have I don't. I think remembering looking at Strava, you haven't actually ran a marathon before. No, this will this will be the first one. That's why it's yeah. yeah that's why I'm not 100 percent sure where I'll be, and you never know how your body's gonna hold up with that last 12k. I guess after 30, you know, so you hope for the best with the first one, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, I I heard a really good piece of advice. If this helped, somebody else this morning was saying um, for their first marathon, they took everything conservatively. Um, and it went really well for them. Okay. Then again, they took everything conservatively. So they were aim, like you said, really what would be great would be sub 230, but you know, you're aiming for 235 and that's five minutes of gap there mm. is, is sort of a conservative happiness approach, which yeah. is, which is smart because you know, the marathon's a long bloody way. Tell you that much. You'll you'll find um, a sense of confidence though as you go along with the training. I mean, yeah. Sean um, like builds up those long runs very gradually, and um, you know you you do a fair you know a fair amount mm. of of long runs, which does give you a sense of you know like I'm running 36k, 38k. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's not that far off a marathon, and yeah, um, I still feel okay, and you know, so yeah. you do sort of feel like. I will be able to make it on the day, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that was my thing. I'm like, I just want to know. Uh, and I said that to Sean, I want to be able to run and just have that confidence that I'm going to be able to cross the finish line on the day. Oh, um, yeah. Because it is a long way. The mental uh, side of it. It's huge. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. Mm, mm. Probably wanna... more so than the fitness is really getting your head around, yeah, what you're trying to achieve. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think that's why you got to get the long run up right up close to the distance so you believe. Yeah, for sure. In yourself. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, we, we'll segue into the last week with, with you, Matt, because I uh, 
We'll, we'll move categories. So we've done the introductory part. Now we can do the week summary kind of part. <laughs> some sort of, you, you don't have to do the whole week summary. Just some sort of highlight from your past week. And I know a good segue for you was because you mentioned running up the hills at the Melbourne Half Marathon. And that made me flash to the fact that we've run a couple of times on trails and doing yes. plenty of hills in just general runs. Yes. Build fitness. Did And you... Have you done a few hills lately? Yeah, so and saying asking Dorothy Dixes because I, <laughs> I know you do. Well, I I went down to Anglesey on the weekend and did the Surf Coast uh, Leg Three uh, with a with a social group. We, there's probably about oh, ten or twelve of us in the group. Um, yeah, really nice run. So did about thirty k on the trails. Um, so muddy, ridiculously muddy in parts. So. At mo- uh, probably several kilometers was just trying to s- literally stay on our feet <laughs> but you know we ben was just having a laugh just uh ben is uh you know laughing the whole time taking photos of me trying not to fall over so but uh yeah we had a lot of fun but yeah how, how and how has the past week been in general do, do, do you think that helped or have you had any good um runs in the past week that you you're happy about yeah yeah for sure like this week, um, I sort of, in a lot of the running and a lot of outside the running, I've been doing a lot of thinking about technique. Uh, right. So, um, yeah, just really trying to um, hone in on the way that I want to move, basically. And um, we had a, the running, you you were at the running, you guys came to the running workshop with um, Tony. So the part, last couple of weeks doing, uh, implementing some of the ideas from him um and just working out uh how i can kind of move more efficiently um in terms of like foot strike um landing under my center of mass um the way i swing my arms um yeah i've been sort of feel like i'm figuring that out and like running a bit more easily if that makes sense it's it's kind of because i I took such a long layoff from running this for months it's kind of like every few weeks i'll hit little turning points where I feel like I'm running a little bit better. Um, well, that's what I'm trying to do anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, I felt a little bit like that too after that um, information session last week. So just mm. for the listeners at home, um, where Matt works, there was a uh, like a bit of a presentation um, by a um, former Olympi- Olympian and a trainer yeah. Uh, who came and um, sort of actually had us running in the car park and practicing the technique mm. he was showing us. Um, and then one of the uh, physios did a talk about um, the importance of strength training and, and what you needed to focus on, um, which was really good. I, I got a lot out of that myself. Um, I also, not in my workout run, but in my easy runs this week, have really been trying to focus on leaning forward and the way I, I move my arms as well, yeah. like trying to throw darts at the ground. And <laughs> I was out there today, like whistling along. I'm sure if anyone saw me, they would have been like, I don't know what that woman's doing, but I was really, cause I do tend to, um, I, I I'm not like stand, you know how he was like, you yeah. gotta be tall. And yes. I realized I'm a, I'm a bit of a sloucher and I kind of just sink <laughs> into it. And I was really trying to focus on, you know, um, yeah, running tall, you know, being more efficient with my arms. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't, I do a little bit of spirit fingers and stuff, to, <laughs> you know, and I, I was like running along and then really trying to focus on that foot movement where you're, you're dropping onto your, um, you know, the ball of your foot rather than I'm a, I am a little bit of a heel yeah. striker. And when I get tired, I sort of lose my form a bit as well. And I, I scuff a bit and yeah. so I was really focusing on that, um, but also the the strength training, I, I started working out at the, I'm lucky that I have a gym at my work and I can do it in my lunch break. Um, so since December last year, I've been working out twice a week um, at the gym um, mm-hmm. and I'm really starting to notice uh, the, the difference now in the last sort of couple of months um, from that work that I've been doing in the gym. I mean, it definitely what Kai was saying um you know it's it's not a two-week thing like it's a few months of of hard work and consistency and I I really feel for me it's starting to to pay off um the strength in my legs um my core I, I definitely feel like I'm a stronger runner and I'm not as um 
you know, just not as sort of fatiguing as fast as what I used to. And I'm really holding my form a little bit better now. Um, Mm. So, yeah, it was a really, it was a really great, great session last week. I felt, yeah, I definitely got a lot out of it. Yeah, for sure. Just on that um, point about the landing and um, what you're saying, um, that's something I was thinking about too, like with your foot and trying to land on the midfoot. um, One of the things I noticed um, after you know, Tony pointed out how to land and everything was when I land, I sounded really loud. Um, yeah. 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 Slapping so your foot on like the a ground. Slapping, slapping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, which I think was um, what I've discovered. I, what I think it was, was my ankle was too relaxed and I was kind of pointing my toe down through the gait cycle and therefore the toe, so the toe is pointing too down. And so what I tried to do was, what we call dorsiflex the ankle a little bit more. So point the toe a little bit more up and stiffen the ankle a bit more. And yeah. it's when dorsiflexion being when you point your toes towards your shin, right? So not not fully up, but just a little bit of but just a bit further up. Right? Just a little bit stiffer. And that in itself made me more springier. And then therefore I was making less sound on the ground. I was more because you're trying to compact. land with flat foot rather than well by pointing up I not still a, landed not flat. Okay. still with your heel up in the air as well still with the heel but yeah. but but just that little bit of um not fully relaxing the ankle so that it's just all floppy and just then you have to re-engage it again just maintaining a little bit of stiffness made it easier to run basically yeah something to think and about it's anyway definitely something that you have to practice because when you stop yeah. thinking about it you just go back to your way of doing things so i think it's it's really about consistently practicing yeah. until it comes naturally as well. Oh, you definitely you, don't want to have to think. Yeah, what you said exactly. I thought was a, was smart, Stacey, when you said that you were practicing that on your easy runs. Yeah. yeah. Because I was too focused you, on my pace to yeah. think about <laughs> in my workout run. No. But you're sort of hoping that the, 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 the practice you do in those easy will, runs sort of will just... Will yeah. start to come naturally the more that you keep doing it. So yeah, today I had 70 minutes easy or no, sorry, 70 minutes moderate. So I was able to just really focus on, on the technique side of it. Um, yeah. So that was really good. Well, that's interesting, Matt. I, I hadn't even thought this is, this is the, this is potentially the difference in, uh, I want, I want, I don't want to really want to say skill level, but pace or something like that, because you're you're sort of focusing on the nuance of the the, the placement of your ankle, whereas yep. for me I'm still like okay, got to remember to keep your head up, keep your head up, keep your torso straight, try and keep your your feet landing underneath <laughs> you, not in front of you. You address and, one and thing at a time. Really basic things, but yeah. <laughs> otherwise you'll drive yourself insane. One thing at a time. <laughs> one thing. That's right. It's very true. Well, I thought that again with, with, with Stacey's point about staying upright, I remember uh, early on I said to Sean, I've started to notice that uh, Sean being the mod squad running coach, uh, early early on I started to notice that my, it was my torso was the very first thing that would get sore on a long run. I'd feel the, the pain in there right. and then it would start in, impacting my legs and everything else. Yeah, But I remember also being told that if you if you just try and focus on staying upright even if you feel like you're slowing down you're actually improving your efficiency and therefore you're staying power and you'll be able to last longer don't just try and grit through it and try and bust your way through it because you know yeah i think the indication was through the the technique training was your body will start sinking. You won't have the same gait. You'll, exactly. And you'll yeah. just start sort of, it'd be like you, you, you're slowly submerging into the ground. <laughs> you, you, you want to stay running above the ground. That's the whole point. Yes. Of the floating along as he described it. Floating. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which he actually honestly looked amazing when he jogged, I thought. <laughs> I know. To be honest, for 80. <laughs> I know. Was he 80? It really was yes. incredible. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he didn't um, and he was obviously still very passionate about it. I really loved when he started picking on the tan runners. I thought that was just really funny. I'm th- we've yeah. all been out there running <laughs> with bad technique and he was like, you know, yeah, you look like you're running at the tan. <laughs> he obviously <laughs> has a thing about it, but it was very funny. Oh, that's, that, yeah. Yeah. 
that that does annoy me when I see people. And I, I I like people going out there for a run, but when you see feet moving all over the place, and it just drives me mad because I just think it's so inefficient. Even I know that. Why are you move? And then you hear the slapping <laughs> of the. F- yeah, so, I, I, Matt's talking about slapping of feet. I always thought slapping of feet was was when someone's just stomping away. And yes. <laughs> rather than that, that making that floating sound. That, that so I um I did a, a presentation at work this week. Um, we have um at my work put it, offered the staff um entry to the Melbourne Marathon. So in my uh co- company, and the company is made up of a couple of companies. Um, I've got somehow I've managed to talk about thirty people into registering for various events from the five k to the half marathon. Um, And in the other company, they've got a few people that have registered for the full marathon as well. So I did a presentation on Monday and I just put a little slideshow together just about the logistics of getting to Melbourne. You guys know what it's like. Unless you get there for the marathon and park at the MCG, that's full by the time, you know, the next lot of people come. And if you're coming for the 5K, which is at 11 o'clock, you know, you have to park 3K away. So I was just sort of saying, you know, work out how you can get there, make sure you allow enough time to go to the toilet, like all of the logistical stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Don't go to the toilet of... the day. That's totally, yeah, keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's an issue. Anyway, um, and there's queues and just, you know, allow for time. And um, so I, was, I did a slide on that. I did a slide on, um, you know, training. Some of these people aren't runners and they've just, they're just, giving it a crack and some people have signed up for the 5k and they're just going to do the best they can. Some people aren't runners and they've signed up for the half marathon. So I was just giving a little bit of advice, like you should be running now. Like you should be starting <laughs> to train now definitely, and building up your kilometers. And, um, you know, I just gave them some information about, um, you know, nutrition mm. out on course and um, hydration, um, you know, make sure you don't, you're not running a half marathon in your $20 Kmart shoes. Like if you're going to spend anything on anything, buy a decent pair of shoes, um, you know, just a few sort of things like that. And um, I've got really good feedback. I did a little motivation thing too, where I was like my favorite quote, you know, run because the zombies are going to get the walkers first, you know, just a few things like that. <laughs> um, you know, running like what you put in is what you get out. So if you're willing to put the training in and the hard work, then you're going to have more success on the day. Um, it's a great event because you run um, into the MCG like a victory lap, and you get your medal at the end. Like I'm really selling it. Like I've got people very excited about. Yeah, doing we're not sponsored by this at all. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. But I was trying to get across that it doesn't matter. Um, you know, if you're not a runner, the fact that you're you're giving it a go and you're. Mm you know, like getting out there and, and starting, um, you know, this could be the next potential group of, of runners. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting when people sort of start their, their journey and, um, you know, they might not be, um, you know, they might not be. techniques on, on technique? No, I didn't do. <laughs> I did say I'm not, a, I'm not an expert. I'm not a trained uh, professional <laughs> But I have run in the Melbourne Marathon many times and lots of other events over many years. So, like, I I do have a bit of experience in that. Um, I did say, you know, preparation is the key. And I guess my point, too, was no one sees those, um, the kilometres and kilometres that you put in that race on the day, that 10K or the half marathon or, Matt, for you, the full marathon, um, that's the last 42k of hundreds and hundreds of kilometers that you would have put in to train for that race. And people don't see that. They just see those 42k and they're like, wow, great effort, Matt. But they didn't see all those kilometers that you ran mm. in the pitch black in no. the rain. Um, you know, and I think yeah. as the fellow us- runners, we really do appreciate the effort that other people, you know, put in into it's, their their training it's the iceberg uh, the tip of it the is iceberg. it's yeah. exactly the iceberg yeah so i was and, trying to be a little bit of inspirational this week i think i frightened the crap out of some people but some <laughs> people were out running that night starting their training and so yeah it was really good it was good 
Oh, give them this podcast so they have something to listen to while they go. And, and get the, I'll, I'll, I'll use the, the, the segue of the tip of the iceberg to just uh, give a bit of a quick recap from my week. Um, for those who might be following my journey to Berlin, I did, uh, I, uh, I suppose my story from the week was the Sunday long run was a complete shambles for me. I uh 36k and I think I made it to about 25k before my body just decided that that was enough I was I, di- I didn't hit the pace I was supposed to be hitting at any point and um I I walked a, a fair chunk of the the way back the last 10k back um still managed to to jog up and down on on occasion but um uh, the body gave up and um I'm not going to get too disheartened by it. It wasn't really injury. I had, I think last week I did talk a bit about an Achilles injury, but um, that's that's pretty good now. I followed Matt's instructions to the team, <laughs> put on some DP and icing and, and not going up sprint, sprinting too many hills for a bit over a week it was, and um, it, it's come pretty good. And I, I had a minor injury with a, a, a hamstring, which just for one day seemed really tight, but never again. So it wasn't, um, I'm pretty confident that the, the Saturday, the Sunday, uh, disaster of a long run was, um, uh, I, I thought I had, but I probably hadn't had enough food the day before. Um, that was going to be my question. Yeah. I don't yeah. sleep and food. Well, I I'd yeah. slept really well. Um, and I thought I had hydrated really well, but, um, piss test after the run would have indicated that I had not had it for weeks. Um, yeah, you uh, need on a long run, you need to be taking multiple gels, um, per hour. Um, I had, I, and I, I took, I think I had gel before I started and two, Running about the eight k mark, running about the six, sixteen or eighteen k mark, somewhere around there. I had a bladder pack with me, so I was sucking down on some water. But I think I, I do it's remember. The, it's the lead up to it as well, though, yeah. that you I, really need. The to... night before, the days yeah. before, mm. carb heavy meals, you yeah. know. But did you have a? You're not sick or anything. You don't have a bug. No. Nah, I I'm, I am gonna I'm gonna just chalk it down to not enough. Uh, Good meals beforehand because I yeah I, I got out there and I I knew from You're the flat. second the second kilometer yeah. I was already thinking this is going to be a slog, this, yeah. this, and we've this, all had those days yeah they're just it's just not the day and not every run is going to be a great run yeah but I I know that in the marathon build up not everything's going to go crystal clear to plan that's a run that just reminds me of the importance of being better prepared for those long runs um and uh is i sort of feel good that i got through a lot of it while feeling pretty under under ripe yeah and um I, I, I do know that a lot of the the work for the marathon is being done now um so that's all right it's uh <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't clicked end of my, my thing and, and had the result on Strava for more than two minutes, I don't think, before Sean sent me a message saying, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I told you he doesn't miss anything. <laughs> he, 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 he was he was eagle-eyed on that, but that was fine. <laughs> it was it was nice. I just sort of replied to him saying, Yeah, I just think I am um, I was I was underdone. I had slept well. I had been drinking water. I had eaten food. It just wasn't enough. I yeah. just had, I just had underdone it. Somehow. Sometimes you just got to tick boxes there. You know, you do most of it what you can and then you move on to the next one and then you try and get it right next time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's, that will be what's, uh, I can do you have a down week that. coming up this week. Do you have a down week or are you straight back up in mileage or where, where does the next week look like for you? Yeah, so next, this coming week for me is actually an up week because now that my Achilles is feeling okay again, yep. I'm back on to two workouts a week. Um, so I, uh, I, I probably learnt a little bit from 
the Sunday session so that I've, I've actually, after that Sunday, I uh, took on a bit more fuel and drink and tried to get my body rested because that was the first thing after after things have gone a little bit pear-shaped. Half of running is resting, making recovery is important. Yes. And so, well, I had a session this morning. That went, uh, yesterday, they went really well. Just felt like a breeze um, doing doing some speed work. And um, <laughs> Sean sent me a message. Uh, again, after that, was like, how, how did that feel? You feel back? And I was like, yep, no, nah, no problems. And so he sent, he sent a message saying, good, just get yourself ready for uh, Friday because that's when we're going to start you on marathon pace. <laughs> and and so that I, I quickly got out my uh, little app to see what 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 paces are set for Friday. What what's the goal? What's he thinking? What are we what are we looking at for marathon pace? And it's a it's a bit of an on off uh, workout, which is uh, what four. I think it was four fourteens to four twenty ons and five five minutes to five oh nine offs. And my brain just went, 509 is a bit slow for marathon pace, Sean. And then I realized, oh, no, he's actually, no, he's, he's aiming for the 424, 414, yeah. 420. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's going to be, that's that's going to be Friday. That's the, So that's in a few days. So we'll, I, And I should be able to nail that. It's a bit of a long, it's a 12K on off. Um, but. I, I feel confident as long as I keep uh, healthy between now and then. And then uh, he he's asked me to um, to catch up on Sunday, so I will make sure I do um, my long run not in uh, not not try and do the thirty six k's alone if I bonk again <laughs> and suffer. Sometimes it. it's so, yeah, it helps to have yeah. someone yeah break it up a bit. So I am only on one workout this week. So um, we talked last week, Matt, I explained my um, struggle of getting up early. Uh, I usually meet Annette on a Friday morning. So I find that easy, like to get up uh, and meet her at six o'clock. Like I don't, because I've made the commitment, but the day that I have to do it on my own in the dark, I find really, really hard and I lay there procrastinating and oh, just I try and fit it in at the end of the day. And those workouts are really tough, uh, you know, really tough to do at the end of a, a full day of work in the dark, um, which I have done quite a few times and really regretted it. But this week, again, I got up early and I did it. So I was super proud. I think I was more proud of the fact that I got up early than I did <laughs> all the paces, although I was stoked that I I did that too. Um, I, I wasn't easy easy but I was able to to hit them I usually have a workout on Friday but instead I have a park run push on Saturday nice so oh yeah um, that's right you, you yeah push do, do are you going to do your is that going to be another PB attempt do you think probably okay. but that's why he's put it there I'm sure I'm def- he's not. I wouldn't be planning to run slower than I did that day. I did a PB, Matt, uh, yeah. well, just before Noosa uh, at Albert Park. Sean and Luke um, paced me uh, and I got a park run PB and Amazing. I broke 25 minutes, which was awesome. So um, he's put it down again for Saturday. So I don't have no idea what he's thinking I'm going to yeah. be able to do. But um, in the notes it says, pacer to be organized so oh. i'm not running it on my own apparently so, not knowing is um, sometimes better you know i think sometimes yes, seeing much ahead like this is the one trouble with online coaching when you see ahead you can yes. you have too much time to think about it the night before a workout if i look at a workout i don't want to be overthinking it or um yeah struggling to sleep oh. because i'm thinking about the workout so so would yeah. you normally yeah. just turn up at the track at four o'clock on on an afternoon no, and just, you'd find just out on the day? <laughs> but Check, but for this, workouts, to be honest, from here on in, I'm just going to be checking that in the morning. I I don't want to think about, like, especially before a long run. I don't want to yeah. be thinking about that on Saturday night, thinking dreading this forty k or thirty, you know, seven k hard long run the night before, so I mess up my sleep. But 
Yeah, anyway, go ahead, Stacey. I just like to plan, like, how long it's going to – so, for example, during the week, because I've got to, like, get kids to school and stuff, I just like to know, like, for for example, Tuesday morning, I was like, okay, it's going to be a 25-minute warm-up, a 15-minute cool-down, roughly how long this workout's going to take. Okay, I need to be out of bed by this time and running by this time. And so I try and, like, track it all back so that I allow enough time to get the whole thing done. but yeah, it's definitely um, a challenge, and this time of year is tough. Um, yeah. It with the dark as well, like it's um, yeah. I, we're we're working people. Feel, that's how we have to do it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It, it's that's yeah. That's the lifestyle we have. And like today, for example, I did my um, run at lunchtime because uh, I work from home on a Wednesday, so that's great. Um, but yeah, the Tuesday workout, I either have to do it before or after work. Um, and the same with, with Friday. So, you know, you just have to make it work yeah. for your situation. But yeah, I do. I'm not a morning person. Um, so yeah, it's been a real struggle to make that happen. Um, but I never you're... regret it. Mm-hmm. When you say you're not good. a mo- morning person, do you mean because you feel stiff at the start of your run in the morning or because no, no, it's hard I to just, get out? I'm just not a bouncing out of bed. Yeah. Like right. I'm a just a, I'll just snooze for five more minutes. <laughs> like I'm a that kind of person. Um, but once well, I'm up, I'm fine. It's just that first, yeah, that actually once I get up, I'm perfectly fine. It's that actual getting out of bed and, you know, putting your shoes on and getting out the door um once I've done that I'm fine and I'm so grateful that I did it I never regret doing it um but I just find that yeah really tough um as I said when you're meeting someone it's completely different um but when you're yeah just going out there on your own in and the dark black, in the cold yeah in the rain you know and you're like I just got to do it anyway like I just have to make this happen yeah it is a, it's definitely a struggle for me so this week again was a good week yeah but it all pay off in the end it's all worth it it is all worth it in the end but as I said earlier in, in the podcast um people don't see the that effort that you I mean you know no. the effort that you're putting in um but yeah, people don't realise how hard some days Well, only your Strava are. buddies. Only your Strava buddies, that's all right. Well, <laughs> we're not friends on Strava, Matt. And I well, did say last week I was going to add you and I, I forgot yes, about that's it. that's your fault. Again, that's your <laughs> so, fault, Stacey. He could have added me. He could have added me. You said you were going to. I know. And you I didn't. But so that's busy. you. That's not him. <laughs> the me problem. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, Matt, but other I, runners I think understand. Uh, but yeah, people are like, oh, how many k's have you run this week? You know, like, oh, you know, I did ten k this morning, and they're like, wow, that's amazing. They don't realize the the effort that goes into making it all work, um, fitting it in with like family and work and and other commitments. You know, uh, Matt, I would ask what you've got coming up, but you said you don't look at what you got coming up. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've got if you said you haven't got a, a race plan, obviously, but is there anything that you've got coming up in the next week that you're you're looking towards? It's there's no races, there's just training and building the long run up. So yeah. what's yeah. Uh, how many kilometers are you running at the moment on your long run? I don't know because we're not friends on Strava. Uh but, um... just done thirty one. Thirty okay. thirty one's the longest I've done, yeah. So I think this yeah. week uh sean's gonna make me do 34 make yeah. me do 34 you're gonna yeah. love it you're gonna love it you're long run is honestly, weeks is melbourne melbourne's 10 weeks away. long run is my least favorite run of the week i'm not gonna lie it's tough it's it's for me it's like it's mentally I, I, isn't it it's mentally. the toughest of the week yeah why I, is that yeah because i mentally i'm not just it, it just seems like such a long way to me <laughs> When it's you don't, in you don't front get a good, of you, you don't just get a pod, I, I get a podcast and just listen yeah, to it and yeah. just breathe Luke, and then just well chill out. I absolutely know how Matt feels because I felt that way too. When I had like thirty five k and it it's all in front of you, yeah, um, it's so daunting because it's such a long way and you know it's going to be many many hours, like several yeah. hours, yeah, a big chunk <laughs> of the day and a half. 
but it, that's a long that's a long time. That is less you than know. the latest Tom Cruise movie. Luke Luke's gotten over the mental hurdle. I haven't yet. Yeah, I hope to feel like he has. But I always found once I got started and I was a few K in and I was sort of it was starting to tick along. Like I would feel better about it. But I do understand that overwhelming when it's all in front of you feeling Mm. of okay and and I would often in my mind like break it up into okay, so I'm doing 30k, that's three lots of 10. You know, um, that's a good like idea. Six lots of five. Like in my head, I mentally mm. break it up. Okay, ticked off the first five k. Five lots to go, two down, four lots to go. You know, yeah. like I would mentally tick it off, and and that's how I got through those long runs. Yeah, because I, I do agree they are quite daunting when you've got thirty k in front of you. <laughs> you know, I, I use I use the uh, out no well, you know turnaround point, and I hate the turnaround point because I hate turning around. It's really annoying. But it is. But it then is you a know thing you're of, over I've halfway. Only got, I've only got 17. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but this, that, my brain just sort of goes, I've only got 17K to the end. And I've done 17K yeah. heaps of times. Cool. And then I go go to the 17K mm. point mark. And then it's like, okay, well, now I'm just heading back to the car. That's good. Because <laughs> when I get back to the <laughs> car, I'm done. It's only so 17K simple. back so to that's the it. car. <laughs> See, I would turn around and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> And we got my phone on me. I can't believe it. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's they do say running is actually more mental than than physical at times, and I absolutely agree running, yes. with that. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, but yes, I found that that really helps. So maybe try that this weekend. I'm gonna break it down. All right, <laughs> break it into five k lots, and yep. then you know, and that's how Sean break when I did my last half marathon. I had three lots of 7K and I ticked off that first 7K. The middle 7K was the hardest and then the home stretch was the last 7K. Um, and that's how I break up my half, mar- <laughs> my half marathon. I like it. It really does work. Yep. Um, right, so we'll, we better wrap up, to be honest. Uh, the only thing we haven't, we've, we've done some training tips. We've talked about upcoming things. Uh Mike, quick! I just remembered that I did Princess Park Park run for the first time last weekend. That's all right. It's not. It's quite good. It's quite. It's probably quite fast. If anybody wants to do a fastish park run, I reckon that would be a fairly quick one. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to go. Yeah, this I did weekend. the Sri Chamoy run there. I think it's around the, in the oh, same yeah. where they do the park run a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Well, it was good, except for the bit where you turned off and there was this massive uphill bit and then and then you had to come back and then you had to do that twice. But the park run bit, I believe, is for us. Oh, yes. <laughs> like... uh, the only thing on our agenda we haven't ticked off is Mod Squad Runner of the Week. Mod Squad, they're not really a sponsor, but we're all members of Mod Squad and I have a little advert that I'll insert right now. I use Mod Squad running. I use Mod Squad running. I use Mod Squad. I use Mod Squad. I use Mod Squad running. Whether it's couch to 5K or marathon to 100, I use Mod Squad running. Search online Mod Squad running and witness the fitness. There it is. That was the advert. <laughs> and um, I made that for fun. It's a really fun. If. if I'm, Matt, I don't think you've heard the advert yet. If you haven't heard any of the past podcasts, it's, it's quite cool. I think Stacey's in it. Anyway, I'm in it. <laughs> um, uh, Mod Squad Runner of the Week. I I was going to give it to Ben Ayres, Mr. Squiggle, but then uh, he's already had a shout-out for Matt this week. So the other person who caught my eye on Strava part of Mod Squad was Josh, uh, Josh Madden, mainly because he popped up putting in I think he did a 17k run at some point it was some run and I thought he's only just come back from uh Gold Coast. A marathon yeah and I, thought, and I think most of them most of the guys are just coming off recovery yeah. from the Gold Coast so it's a little quiet as far as events and stuff at the moment I think yeah but I wonder, maybe, maybe Josh might be rebuilding for something I don't know what because he, he to, to jump back into um, decent, decent stretch. It might have been twelve. Was it? You know, sometimes twos look like sevens. You know how they have that. <laughs> they both have that hooky kind. Of, anyway, whatever it was, I thought, oh, he's he's back quick, at, at, a, at a decent decent run. 
I wonder what he's building up to. Good on him. So shout out to uh, Josh and anybody else who I didn't see on Strava, but I probably gave kudos to anyway. Anybody else want to give a shout out before you wrap up? <laughs> oh, no, I was going to give it to the guys for their muddy run. I love a good shoe shot. So I was really, uh, really excited <laughs> to see your muddy shoe shot. That was awesome. Um, it looked like a bit of an adventure. So Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was a good run. That's cool. Oh, when I did buy a new pair of shoes, uh, Luke, I bought the um, Brooks Glycerin 20s. That's my shoe. I haven't worn them yet. Um, I just bought them. Welcome to the Glycerin Club. <laughs> well, yeah, I I don't know. They're black with a bit of fluoro on them. Like they look cool. Um, but I I normally wear Sacconis um, in my training. So. Because I had a Rebel voucher and okay. Rebel don't sell Sakoni. So I went there and I'm like, okay, this is what I normally run in. What else? You know, I just needed a training shoe. I'm not going to be like racing in it or anything. You need something to slog just... miles in. It's, it's good yes, for that. Yes. So I, the guy's like, what about this? What about this? And then I was like, okay, I'll try these ones on. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not feeling convinced uh, try them on again this week, but I haven't run in them and I'm just a bit, okay. I have had Brooks before, one other pair, uh, but the model, a few models ago, um, and these have got nitrogen injected in them. So I don't know what they're that fine. does. You, you, they're just, there's nothing special or amazing about the ride. They're just a decent, good training shoe for slogging long miles in. That's literally all they are. That's what I use my ghosts might- for. The same, I might just is do it the an shoe easy above run. the ghost or similar. The glycerin. Yeah, that's that's softer, right? softer both. than the so the ghost and the adrenaline are a bit firmer than the glycerin. Glycerin's a bit more cushiony. Okay. Yeah. I'll wear yeah. them for an easy run and and um yeah give you an update. Yeah, but, that's what they're for. This yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I use mine for because they're good. They're good, solid, dependable on on the foot. You get 700 plus Ks in those because the rubber has got a lot of outsole. Oh, that's good because I have just clocked over 600 in the Sakrini Pros and they're, they're, they've seen better days. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to get much more out of them. Yeah. yeah no. that, that shoe is dead. You, you, that is, you, are, you are wearing uh, coffins on your feet on the <laughs> shoes. I really they're like calf them. killers. Yeah. <laughs> really like them. Calf killers. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up. No, that, that'll take us to uh, an, enough time for this episode. Thank you very much, guys. That we'll we'll, we'll catch up again. We'll we'll find out if Stacey's hit a um park run PB again. We'll find out if Matt's hit his uh long run and if he felt okay breaking it up into segments. And we'll find out if I don't bonk again. And if I can actually, oh, hit my part. We'll find out. We'll find out. See ya. Bye-bye. Fingers crossed. See ya. Hi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Park One Life. This is the outro where I tell you that you can get in contact via parkrunlife at gmail.com or you can contact me directly on social media at Luke Morris Ha That's L-U-K-E M-O-R-R-I-S-H-A That's pretty much all I have to say Have a good one Thank you Blue for the music Please don't sue